Oh no. If you're hearing this voice, don't don't change the channel. You are in the right place. We and when I say we, I mean Evan and me. <laughs> clarify for the broads. Grayston. Grayston and Evan are here. We have kicked the ladies off the infamous blue couch. We're doing a takeover. We t- we're taking over. We were here two weeks ago doing the uh, cast breakdown, and we got our whistle wet. We got, and we said we're coming back. We're coming back. We're coming back hot. You know, this season's a little bit of a roller coaster, and it's uh, it's inspired us to come in here, turn the lights on when the girls think it's all locked up. Mm. They're just, yeah, they're they're just no idea. They have no idea this episode's even coming out. <laughs> yeah. We've called the, the necessary people to make this happen. Um, no, the boys are here. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, the chatty bros. I mean, you have any, uh, the, 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 I don't know if you have any names for us. Anything that I'm chatty terrible. bros is I'm the terrible idea. at coming up with coming names. up with names. Okay. We're going to stick with chatty bros right now, but uh, this is fun. We're going to, we're going to just shoot it have a blast with some some ideas. We're not going to just go tit for tat on this, but we're going to go through the last three episodes because me and Grayson have been watching intently, loving every minute of it. We're going to kind of just go through some topics, some ideas, chat about it. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. So first, my first question for you, Evan, is yeah. how often do you even tune in to The Bachelor? To the show and like the franchises just the in general? Whole fran- yeah. It's very touch and go for me. It's like if I am in it and I'm like, at home and i'm able to watch it i will then click on but i'm not gonna lie to you and say that i don't miss an episode i definitely am on and off but i will say with this one i have been on it yeah this season's hot i've been loving it i hated the franchise until becca started making me watch them because she said i wasn't supportive <laughs> oh sure okay so there was a it was like a, it was in counseling yeah because she counselor went, was like well i think this would bring you guys together she went from being a fan to the now like she does the review shows and then yeah. You know, she's got to spend so many hours a week doing it. Well, she was also on the show. Totally. <laughs> right, right. Which I refused to watch until very recently. Sure, sure. But... Uh, so, the, this is like mar- this is uh, the couple's therapy for you yeah, guys. But I will say, you when you skip episodes, the investment is lost on like... Yes. The drama, the weight of the... It's compounded. Completely. Yeah. And th- I have never seen a season like this yes this is fire it's so good the women are incredible he's great there's there's definitely like this like it's it's bubbling and it, it started off a little just kind of like okay we're cruising everyone's kind of behaving themselves and now we're seeing some people especially that last episode we're seeing some like real personalities like developing some real like underlying rage out of nowhere we're like whoa okay i we also everyone's trying to keep the cool <laughs> we're seeing the bubble we're also falling prey to like the producers really pulling strings here on making us right. think this is our villain but mm, is that really mm-hmm. the bad guy and is this really our hero or you know yeah no they're, they're keeping you guessing that's and, what i like about it you know like i don't know who matt is that's the big one that's the biggest maybe that's where we should start let's start with let's start with that i like that because i have an idea i'm sure you have many um what do you feel? What are you feeling about the dude so far? So the, me and you talked about this off the air before we did the last yeah. one of who we thought Matt was. And so my, my first impression was just writing his best friend's coattails. Right. That was kind of our bachelor. first little chat. Okay. And that he's just a party boy taking advantage of the limelight and the relationship. And I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yeah. Be the first black bachelor. Right. 
And like, how many dudes does the bachelor have contact with to fill these shoes? You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it, it came off to me a little heavy handed. And then he has, this is a totally different person than the person I was expecting. Yeah. I'm really impressed. I'm actually a really big fan yeah. for the first two episodes. Yes. Okay. Episode three. Things are changing for you. Yeah, dude. My okay. like my my mat dial is turning down. I'm Got being it. a little more moderate of a mat fan. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I don't know how aware he is. Mm. See, okay. So Matt hits me as the yeah. dude who like was hanging out with his friend in Florida, who's a babe magnet kind of became a rock star cult favorite and he's kind of the compass in his life he's the christian good boy that is like really close friends with him and they go out and they have a good time but he's always the one being like hey man is she right for you does she care about you and he's like whatever man like we're having a good time i'm talking about tyler yeah um <laughs> and so i think that in the and what shocked me was how good boy matt is in regards to like we have we have straight up these, you know, crazy entrances and limo and Bentley and you know all this stuff. And then he goes, "Can I pray for us?" And I'm going like, "Wait, what? Like that's a wild move." So and, and then watching him the way he is, he's very respectable. He loves talking about how his faith and this and that. So he hits me as a guy that's a little bit like I'm the nice guy. I'm the good guy. I'm the guy who, like, he's asked multiple girls, like, he's, is there anything I can do to make you feel more comfortable? You know what I mean? He's kind of been, he's been trained in the art of, like, chivalry and being good guy. He's extremely charming, extremely chivalrous. I want to be on the show to date him. Got it. That's, like, the kind of guy he comes off sure, as. Okay. And now I'm wondering if it's too polished. Yeah. And it's too perfect. And he's too PC. He's, like too aware he's so self-aware about his yeah. position on the show like in the first episode he acknowledges the tough position he's in on the the criticism that he'll inevitably have no matter who he picks no matter how that he is performs I mean, that's so hard and i feel him getting trapped into situations where he if he's too callous mm -hmm. then it's going to come off negative yeah and got it. if he you know it's like he's trying to do the right thing by everybody and it's, I think there's a yeah. genuine source to it. Oh, but definitely. But you can't be per you can't be every everything to everyone all the time. And I think it's starting to catch up to him. Exactly. There's a shell right there that's starting to crack. Yeah. Like every girl is just like, hey, thank you for that. You're you're great. You're, and he's starting. You could tell like probably day one, he's not aware of like the filming hours and like the length they're going to put him through and what it means to talk to like. 40 girls in a row and how exhausting that is because we're starting to see the kind of like he's no longer he's not as quiet as like okay he'll just call the night off and half the girls didn't get it well and also talk, you know? not to fast forward too much because we have a lot we have a lot of feelings that we need to address but in this third episode with sarah when mm -hmm. he goes up to her hotel room yeah and says to all the girls, he'll be back in five minutes. He takes a lot longer. He yeah. comes back down and he addresses the girls and he goes, I just want all of you to know, I would give that amount of time to any of you in that situation. <laughs> I'm going, you know, in real life, absolutely. You're not there, dude. Yeah. And the time that you spend with these girls, especially disproportionately handling someone else's issues mm -hmm. is going to affect all the relationships. Yes. Sometimes you have to just close the door and be like, I get you're having a hard time. Now's not the time to talk to me about it. Yeah. You, you become a yes man so much. You, you start to have no kind of back, not backbone, but what would you say? Like 
center compass, kind of this, like, I can, I stand up for what I got to do. He's kind of just, whatever hits him, he's very reactionary. Like, whatever hits him, he's like, okay, I'm here. And it's like, well, or you're you know, just going to be you're seen, actually picking. Or like the worst thing ever is you're going to be seen by all these girls as a nice guy. Yeah. Which everyone knows well, okay. is the last way you want to be described <laughs> by a group of girls. Well, and I will say this, in to combat that point only, I would say, is that if you were on The Bachelorette, bad move. But because he is The Bachelor, it's kind of like they're always going to be got, trying to get with him, mm-hmm. right? They're always going to be shooting from being like, here, he's my possible husband or whatever. So I don't think he can really ever lose most of them, but it's more like he's definitely going to lose maybe the ones that he likes. How do you, you know? feel about girls so quickly, ch- like like dancing to the tune of he's going to be my husband, I'm falling in love with him after like spending one day? Yeah. Uh, that's that's a good question because i was thinking that the whole time especially some of the reactions of these of these of these ladies and and we've seen it in the the bachelorette as well like where these guys are devastated and i'm like wait hasn't it been a week and a half so i'm guessing it seems insane to us watching that like someone could gain that much affection for someone they've had like two hours of contact with but it must be something in the filming of the show that when you're there it's just different there's all these people thinking the same way and you kind of Lord of the Flies and you kind of, oh, now we're, and then next Dude, thing you know, you're caught up in it. And it's all about the validation. Right. Like one thing I notice all the girls saying is always about how beautiful the other women are, how intimidated they are by the other women. Yeah. How could they ever stand out in a room full of women like this? And then when he does notice them, he is being whoever the bachelor is. Right. And or it doesn't matter if it's the girls. For the guys, it's the same thing. It, I mean, it's, it's how the show was worked out. When when they when they get noticed, it's like massive. Yeah, it's huge. Well, and then they get noticed, and like we said, could be on the Bachelor or Bachelorette. The the contestant gets noticed and all of a sudden they're in love with the person mm-hmm. or when they're like i've been here for three weeks i haven't spoken to him since i got out of the limo i don't know if he remembers my name yeah. i don't know if he remembers the five seconds of conversation we had and that's all that's carried me thus far and then when he gets to spend time with them and he brings up the conversation they had yeah with and Marilyn. Like, you're talking about Marilyn. well her specifically when yeah. she's like you remembered me and, and he brings he out the orchid gave her the orchid and all of a sudden she's like i didn't even think you remembered it and then now she's like, I could, s- that was a crazy move. Fucking heavy, dude. <laughs> crazy move. I mean, then, then she got decimated, which was wild, <laughs> but like crazy move to pull out by him. And, and, and that was a little bit too, where I kind of go, Matt, like you're too nice to where we're starting to question whether, because it's like, there's been no indicator that you even like her. Mm-mm. But you went out of your way to give that to her. So now you're con- are you leading her on? Like I'm not trying I don't know. Like it just feels a little weird to me. So you know what I mean? I like- find those interactions genuine because I do think he's following a lot of his first impressions. Okay. Cause that's all you really have to go off of. True. I think in my in my personal life experience, most of the time my first impression's right. Mm. You kind of look back. I mean There's someone a- you met or some vibe, or if you were like, I don't know what it was about that guy, but I wasn't feeling good and then you find out later something you just normally have a good gut about it yeah i think there's a lot you can glean from a first impression okay um so i don't i don't necessarily think like him creating like a like like thinking that there's something between them based off that limited time as like insincere but yeah okay so i thought i don't want to get too far ahead but 
when Marilyn defends herself yeah. to him, mm-hmm. big swing and a miss. Huge. She did not, she didn't stand to the occasion. We're, we're going to get to that because yeah, I do so want to talk about that more specifically because there's depth to that situation that happened. Oh, com- It's not as simple as just like, wow, that happened. It was like, to me, there was depth. Mm-hmm. Um, it said a lot about both of them. It totally all did. All three of them. It showed me how she handles personal conflict. Everybody. It was, yeah. I, I was shocked by how it went down. Completely. By all three people involved. I was like, what? Like, how is that even possible? So, kind of concluding thoughts on Matt, um, on my end, is like, perfect guy. You know what I mean? Just kind of looks like Superman. Um, is sweet, kind, caring, all these things. I'm lacking a little bit of, like you said, who is he? Like, where? Like where's the... You know, are you edgy? Are you conservative and chill? You're kind of everything and nothing right now. And show so I me feel your faults. Like, show me something. Show me, you know what I mean? It's a little bit too vanilla right now where I need like, and I, st- I feel like we're going to see some cracks. I need soon. like, I need a hard opinion. Yeah. I need you, you know? to stand up about something. Yeah. I need you to get passionate about something. So far, all I know is you're Matt and you like turtles. You like, t- you like turtles and you do this a lot. Yeah. He always does this. I feel like that's a nervous tick and of his. He kind of always rubbing his hands like, I don't know what to do with these things, so I'm just going to kind of rub them for a while. And he's a mama's boy. Big time. Yeah, we know that. Big time. So yeah, he's perfect guy, but I feel like we're going to see some opinions, or he's going to be forced to have some, where people Big are going to start Looming question for me. Yeah. We never hear him talk about his little brother. Oh. What's up with that? Okay. He's got a little baby brother, absent dad, talks about his mom in the absence of his dad all the time, never really talks about being a bigger brother to his little brother. Okay. Who knows? Could be an editing thing. Could be, uh, could be, could be, could, could be there's something that's more to a, that. That's a storyline I want to see develop. Okay. A little side storyline coming up. Um, okay. Let's talk quickly. Um, were there, were there any first impressions, kind of limo pull-ups that you liked, especially liked or didn't like or something that kind of just jumped out of you? Well, there are a few really loud ones. Okay. I mean, it opens up loud. The girl walks out with a vibrator. That was a heavy move. Heavy move. I mean, absolute driver. Also respect. I mean, it was, yeah, it was just a straight up like, there I'm pulling no punches. No. What did you think about it? I I personally, I, so as a, as a viewer, I loved it. Mm Mm-hmm. As like, um, this is where I, like I don't know how I would receive it if I was the Bachelor. Yeah, like that. That's a that's a really great comment because I was like, loved the idea, but yeah, conservative Christian male, like that's you're 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 you. Now think about him. Yeah, conservative Christian guy who wants to pray like, and you're walking up with a vibrator like, like shit. I felt like oh you're putting you now you're working uphill. Beck and I have advertised vibrators. Like, right. I'm open to that. Super open. But it's also a thing of like, is that the first thing I want to learn about you? These are where my questions of sincerity come up because it's also, she delivered the joke in a masterful way because yes. she didn't necessarily make it about like being overtly sexual. There was like a COVID joke in yes. there and about being isolated and getting through quarantine without a real dating scene happening. Yeah. And her personality that was really sweet. Totally sold and it. like really, really like warm. And so it didn't feel overtly one way or now the other. do you feel if he hadn't given her a rose would he be coming off as someone who's like against that level of open sort mm. of I, I don't want to call I mean, it empowerment sure but i mean or sex positivity or whatever exactly yeah i feel like i mean there's always the chance of like someone will you know say that he's being that way but i also feel like if you're going to come out swinging like that like you can't put that on someone to then be like 
oh, I like you the most now. You know Bra- what I mean? Like Bravo you could- having that on the tip of your tongue, by the way. I would have never, sex positivity. I would have oh. never come up with that. Well, I mean, I'm trying to learn. You're I'm good. Be You're good. I'm proud of you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I've come a long way. Um, But yeah, so that was a wild move. I appreciated her, especially now that we've met, we've like learned, you know, met her. You know, I think that she is so nice, so kind. Like she might be the most like empathetic person of the whole group. Dude, that third episode um, brings so many things into perspective. Which I mean, we're going to jump all around here, but her confrontation with Sarah. I mean, that's, yeah, that was the way she handled that was unreal. Because she had so much beef going into that. And then when Sarah told her story to her, she was instantly like, yeah, totally empathetic and also super real in the way of like, you need to get, you need to finish your situation with him so that I can trust mine. Right. Because I don't want to doubt myself moving forward. And I'd rather keep you here regardless of the drama that surrounds you right now. Well, and that shows you her maturity with, was, with the sex positivity, kind of saying like, hey, I'm not using this as some sort of like gimmick to get you riled up. It was more like a, hey, like I'm a very open person. I'm a very mature person. I can handle any sort of situation. I can talk about sex. I can talk about love, life. I can deal with, I can be empathetic to someone who I'm like ragingly pissed at. Like, it's like, she's definitely the most mature person so far she seems like a girl who grew up with either a bunch of brothers or she was like the girl in high school who was like i just hang out with the guys i don't have a lot of girlfriends like i can handle it yeah okay so we got the 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 vibrator entrance okay the um the other one i remember sorry is the lingerie yeah i wasn't a fan okay you just why not i it was less so about coming out in the lingerie and more so not selling like once she came out she was really shy about being in it to me Mm -hmm. where it was like you're it became less of a show off of herself in the lingerie to like actually sincerely asking him the question of like which one of these dresses should I wear? <laughs> right right it should have been more comedic and kind of the- yeah. theater yeah but she was like hi nice to meet you um i just actually had a hard time picking out my dress and i was wondering if i could get your comment on it well you're like what you're in lingerie looking at me right now like i need a little bit more of that like completely like i'm nervous now completely that's what it was like you you just jumped in the water and now you're questioning if you know how to swim sure um i definitely maybe it was one of those things where like she at first go was like i'm gonna do this and then once like the lights were on it's like oh my god i'm so much more nervous than i thought i was gonna be kind of like him he hit me as a guy that would like walk into this show like not nervous at all and just and he was so nervous so maybe it is like once you're in that zone and there's all the cameras and the lights and you've been working all day and set the shot up and then you're like, like that must be. What was a, a big serious... one for you? Um, I like when people are themselves through and through. So I'm not saying these are my favorite girls so far, but you know what I loved? I liked Kit's entrance. You did. Because she goes, I'm a straight up trust fund kid from New York City. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I'm not. I'm going to walk in and call the limo, which let's be very honest, was probably trash to her. So it's like, she's like, it has rideshare vibes, which is just so out of touch. For real. So insanely out of touch. And then she pulls up in a gold Bentley or something. It's like color? powder pink. Yeah. Okay. It was pink. Okay. Pink Bentley. And but she's she, like, this is more my style. She called it the golden standard. Yeah. So this one irked me too, because everyone knows what's the saying around Bentleys. I don't know. It's the poor man's Rolls Royce. Oh, is that what they call it? That's literally what they call oh, it. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're you're feeling like if you know the life, you're not, a, you're, you're failing. Roll up in the rolls, dude. Sure. Fucking Bennett did. Okay. 
So I don't know okay. if you know that one, but he yeah, was. No, on, I remember. I yeah. remember. Okay, so that's I, a gold I, standard. I, okay, I agree. I mean, I've Rolls Royce is is crazy, but like, I just like that she's like, I'm a rich girl from New York. This is my life. I was kind of like, okay, you. I like when people make you make a decision about. I'm calling, and I'm over here calling out. I'm like, you're not rich enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, I know real rich people. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I liked that. I also um, I also like victoria's entrance because it set the tone for her there was no sneak there was no slow up it was like i'm coming in with the crown i'm coming in with the whole thing and then i trip on the way out which is so like perfect for her personality too which is like she never pulls off the queen thing right no anyways so it's like it was so perfect that she pulled up kind of got out awkwardly she says it weird she says i'm the queen and you're okay this is awkward and then she falls on the way out so for me that was like if you could just put her into a perfect bookend of like, that is her, like the trajectory of that entrance was the trajectory of her so far on Dude, the show. She is like night, late nineties, early two thousands reality TV. Oh, dude, Come she is, back, she's like dude. next. Remember that show next? So dude, she's like the first <laughs> season of like, um, real, uh, road rules yeah, or something. Totally. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's like, she's like Jersey shore flavor of love. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's, you, yeah. She, she's rock of love. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, that show. Incredible. But like, she really is like, and and even like her, the way she dresses, the way she does her makeup, her hair, it's very like 2002. She's a producer's dream. Dream. Coming on. She's like, okay, the show, this is, this season's going to film itself. So what did you think about her? Like, what is your vibe? Love, hate, hate, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really polar. Mm-hmm. So, see, episodes one and two, I was like, get her the fuck out of yeah, here, right, dude. Right, right. Like, Driving I can't. Third, third episode, I'm like, hail the queen, dude. We also had a big shift between totally. two and three. And like, her statements get validated. <laughs> right. Oh, are you okay? It was Sarah. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I agree and disagree in that I think that she... Well, here, here's what I, so I was talking to Jess about this. I was like, this is her. So I love, I think there's two, two ways. Number one is she absolutely is 1999 to 2005 reality TV star material, like road rules, real world, Jersey shore. Like she just is that energy. It's like before people knew what reality TV was. So you were just getting crazy people to go on television and just be real. And yeah. you're just like, whoa. And have like a fist fight. Yeah. And they just we have no idea how it would affect their personal lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like after. They just thought they were like at a party. She, what I like about her, and like people that are online are talking and are going like, oh, is she a plant? Is she, um, you know, is she doing a role? Is she faking this? Blah, blah. I truly believe, because you can see it in her eyes. There is no awareness of how crazy it is it's dead on and this is kind of the only other place i've seen this is on american idol early days american idol when the person would walk up and go hi my name is victoria and i'm the best singer you've ever heard and then simon cow would be like all right mate go ahead and you're listening and it would be horrible and then simon would be like that's the worst thing i've ever heard in my life and they would start bawling and going how could you say that i'm the best and i've always been told i'm the best and they and they're devastated and they walk away and i always thought to myself how did they get to the point where they got on this show i mean they could have recorded themselves done a video of themselves they could have done anything and been like 
this is trash. And any one of their friends would have said this is trash or anyone at all would have said this is trash. But they're completely just blinded by whatever that they won't see it. That's what she's like to me. She walks up and goes, I'm the queen. In a non-ironic, funny way, in like a dead serious, like I should be treated as a literal queen because I am a queen. I'm so torn I don't know. No, I, I, I really also, truly see the eyes and I go, she's not there. She like, also has a sty in one, which oh, recently, is unfortunate. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah she's there's got like a little inflammation like, yeah, in one Yeah, because she's like raging when she's got like a, yeah, she's got like an irritation. And so she's just unhinged. But the, and I'll be honest, it's like I, you need her on the show because it's so fun. It's perfect. And then what's amazing is they've turned it around. Like, she's my hero, episode yeah. three. I'm fully singing. I'm singing her anthem. I'm, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm the lead singer of her band. Well, I want to I backtrack before three because I want to talk about her and Marilyn. Oh, my God. Right? Because we that, that's where we were starting to go like, okay, she's not only unhinged and got and like really got a wild look to her in regards to like the way she looks in the camera there's like oh that's full belief like there is no like i'm kind of getting away with something here it's like i'm a queen right and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna treat you all like trash because she came in so hot so aggressive so abusive like i don't want to get to know any of you really mean yeah and then she goes after marilyn who is seemingly like really sweet and soft-spoken seemingly seemingly and we don't and to be honest with you yeah, was she a little self-righteous? Was she a little like self-preachy? Like, I would never let my emotions get the better. She would, she would kind of preach. She's super condescending. Condescending, for sure. But in the same way, it was like Victoria went straight to Matt, right? At, unprovoked. No, no one was supporting her. Like, she went straight for the jugular and just went at her with Matt, right? Then just came back. This is a power play. I have never seen it like this, though. This was a sniper in the woods with an unsuspecting civilian just walking by. This is what you call a headshot. This was unbelievable. It was so tight. It, so, so she, so she just, so she just snipers out of nowhere, right? To Matt. Well, Matt's also, not ready for it. Matt just had a really good conversation with Marilyn. Oh, that was the that was the they they exchanged the the, the, the orchid. orchid. It was a connection. Like and it was locked in. She was gonna stay. Marilyn comes in on cloud nine. Oh, she's buzzing. And just before Marilyn's conversation with Matt, Marilyn and Qu- Marilyn and the Queen have a little confrontation. Yeah. Because she's like, "How dare you say those offensive things to me?" This is Victoria saying it to Marilyn, sure. and Marilyn's like. All I said was, "We can probably work past our differences, and like right. if we just get to know each other, we'll be okay." She said it in a way that's really belittling Definitely. to Victoria because it's like, how could you not if someone comes in and carries sure. themselves like that? Sure. Victoria played her fucking cards. I thought that. she was crazy. I thought like, what are you Insane. doing? Like, you're already Absolute. solidifying your craziness. He's going to he's gonna be he's gonna be like, I had a feeling about you that you were a little, little off the rocker. This confirms that you're gone. What she said, though, was that she was being bullied. So she became a victim. Which, as we all know, is a huge trigger at this point in time. Sure. Everyone's got no sympathy for bullies right now. Matt's playing into the PC card, and he's like, I'm not... Bullies? Not on. Not on my right. season. I'm not going to be the guy that, that, that let a bully go by. And this is where Marilyn really misread the room. She's massive. Because when 
she thought like Victoria's behavior would speak for itself and that she didn't really need to defend herself. And there was, you could see it register on her. Like, I, I cannot believe I have to defend myself to you. Do I really need to say anything over her? And she's like, I can't remember what she said verbatim at all. So I'm not going to even try to quote it, but she didn't rise. She, she literally, when I saw it happening, I was like, Matt's sending her home because she didn't provide enough of a story from her own perspective to give him any reason to doubt Victoria. This is like where the bachelor gets so childish to me is the tit for tat stuff actually plays off. It works. It totally does. And she should have said like, this is exactly what happened. Instead, she tried to take the high road and be like, I'm not going to crash Victoria. I'm not going to take under, you know, I'm not going to play her game. I hope that Matt sees that. Well, and yeah. And, and I feel like when I, when we watch this happen on like different seasons, I always think in my head like, oh, that person would be gone in my opinion because they're bringing me drama. I don't like drama. I don't want it. But it always kind of works out in their favor. Or if the person's in love enough, then they'll be like, they'll ignore the person bringing it forward. But it's never obvious. It's always like if you if you pull that trigger, like you might win. You know, you might you might get that person out of there. So when she does that, I immediately thought, oh, Victoria, you're done. Because you, you're dramatic to him now. You're like causing drama. He just had an amazing connection with her. You're bringing in toxicity. Like you said, Victoria sold in a way where she's being bullied. He brought Marilyn back. Marilyn didn't sell it at all. She just went, well, I disagree. And it's like, oh, now he's going, well, this person was passionate enough to come up to me and bring this up. And you won't even say anything about it now. She couldn't handle it. Like she was... Like you said, I think she was like in shock that like she literally felt like, am I going to be kicked off this show right now? She came off really cold and she came off cold. And 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 Victoria, I feel like that's the genius of Victoria. Victoria's knew I could take this one down quick. Let's get rid of this one. We'll move on. Oh, she after she but gets this one. This one's a she's like a poor deer in the woods. I'm an experienced hunter. I'm not going to go for the elk right away. I'm just going to take out the little baby deer. We're going to start with the baby deer, warm this up. And she goes immediately, right right as Marilyn gets sent home, she has her ITM interview. Yeah. And she's all like, yeah, Marilyn's gone. Sarah's next. <laughs> <laughs> just She's got a checklist. Dude, it was like she she like cocked the gun. It was there like, was all even, right, cool, let's go. There wasn't even a celebration. She's no. like on to the next. She was like, I knew that was gone. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, it was literally like a knockout. It was like Tyson yeah, walking like and he was just stock- like, I'm going to knock this guy out and I'm going to go to the championship. It was like stockbrokers closing a deal where they're like, cool, mini celebration, on to the next deal. Yeah, Here we yeah go. the stock market's still open. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, she, she was Queen Victoria. She decapitated Marilyn, Dude. basically. Like it was just brutal. It was merciless. Oh, it was, it was masterful. She did the was. like... You're it, gone. It was literally like, this is where I go, okay, maybe this person isn't as unhinged as I thought. Maybe she's the only person who's really aware of the show she's on. Like of the dynamics of how to actually win Of this how thing. this works. Like that this is a win. Yeah. This is a win and a lose. Right. And the girls need to realize that they need to be friends with Victoria because they're going to go far if, they, if, they, if they're a fair weather friend with her right now. They're going to realize like you don't want to be on her bad side because for whatever reason, Matt is receptive to it. It is wild. It is wild because we're seeing behind the scenes like how unhinged she is. And then he's just like, all right. And we're all like, what? How how have you not seen this? And I think this is where we're seeing a little bit of the crack in in Matt's like perfect, you know, armor is a little bit this like, you're not aware of what's going on a little bit. You're a little just off. It's kind of showing maybe a little bit of it. I don't want to say 
inexperience with dating, but it's a little bit like, how are you not reading some of these issues? How are you kind of falling into some of these traps that you're being set for? He also does get hard, passionate makeout with Victoria. Yeah. Which came out of nowhere to me. Yeah. (laughs) Which is where I was like, do you not realize it's okay to say no if you're uncomfortable? Oh, like when she's like, can I get a kiss? And he he clearly was kind of putting out the like, no thanks vibe. And he just was like, okay. Like, you don't have to kiss every girl who makes a move on you on this show. You could totally be like, I'm uncomfortable. We're not there yet. But he probably felt like, if I do that, I'm going to be a bad guy. These are my questions of like, how sincere is he? Do we even see who this dude is? Have we gotten through the shell? Or is he just so self-conscious and worried about being the, the, the doing the right thing yeah. that he's never even going to be vulnerable? I think that's the issue because he's even said, oh, I've always struggled with just trying to be perfect. So I think he's literally like, I want everyone to, to when they think of me, they go, oh, the best guy ever, Superman, the, the, the knight in shining armor. And so far, all we know is that he simps for emotions so he heavy, dude. This is what Pete did. It was like any girl who cried on his season got the rose. It was right. like he couldn't stand to see a woman cry. Mm. And that's like what we're starting to see. Well, he has that kind of old school mentality. He the does. Like, my lady. And he like opens the door, which is like all good and beautiful and is a cool thing, but taken too far. Because he even said, he's like, a man is supposed to provide for his wife. A man is supposed to, uh, you know, take care of her emotionally and all this stuff. And it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. A man's but you're supposed- kind of doing some pretty standard gender roles there. And it's a little bit like, you're also kind of making it to where like, you're the perfect guy and there you're. I don't know. He's it's like, also, he's fiending for the like, the key I'm the word perfect there, guy. The key word there is wife. Right. Everyone who's not your wife is just another person. Right. Man or woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whoever equal, you are. They're not you're your, another like, person sucking my air up. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you know? Right. And if you're going to cause problems for me or like my friends or my family, like you're done. It doesn't right. matter who you are. Right. That's like the, that's my mentality. Sure, sure. I'd have no patience for BS. Right. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to fall victim to it. Yeah. He's definitely the opposite of you, which is like I would say born so. and raised in LA, like liberal guy. Godless. Godless, <laughs> forsaken Nietzsche, just dead no. inside. No, but he's just got them. He's so traditional. He is extremely traditional. You know what I mean? He's extremely traditional and there's beauty to that. But there's also like a little bit of this trapment of like, I am the man, you are the wife. We will have three kids in a traditional marriage. So it's a little bit like, so maybe with Victoria being a queen, he's like, I'm the king, you're the queen. It kind of works out. It's funny on that. I don't want to deviate too far, but it's like my life has become wildly untraditional. Sure. Circumstances like completely out of my control. I'm actually pretty conservative in a lot of like how I think things actually should go. But, you know, I'm not always in the driver's seat. You don't really control sure. life. Like, that's yeah. what you you cannot, like, you, like, uh, the, there's a, the row, row, row your boat gently down the streams. Like, bro, you're not fighting the current. You sure. got to go with the flow of things. Things will change. Yeah. Some things get out of your hand. But, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty classic, actually, okay. in a lot of ways. I just sure. haven't had much opportunity to uh, demonstrate that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that view. You're like I'm traditional, but my boat took a hard left. Yeah, I I proposed. I proposed to Becca two weeks after Ruth was born on Valentine's Day. Okay. Becca said no. In all fairness, I was like, I just want you to know that that's where I'm at for you. You're like, I'm also, there. I'm there to I'm, be that. I want you to know there's no question for me on Got on it. our relationship where we're at, where our future's going, how we're like. We have a kid together. I'm not going anywhere. Mm, mm. 
And like one thing I've learned is like love is proved, love can be proven over time. Mm. A relationship's foundation can be built over time. Like, so you would have done well in like the, you know, the Victorian era. We're in a, we're a classic shotgun American wedding. Right. We got frisky. She got pregnant. Now I'm locked down. <laughs> and this is like, but you, you, know, really good, you know, you were the good guy by, yeah, by not saying, you know, hey, you her know? dad didn't need to hold a shotgun to my back to say I do. That's I came true. out and proposed. She so and also kudos to Becca where she was like, this is two weeks after the baby's born. She, she we knew, don't need like, to do this. Let's be aware of like, this is totally could cause more problems than solve anything. Totally. Right, gotcha. And now it's sort of like, do I really even need to say anything? We've got two kids. I think so. It's, that's where yeah. I'm like. You know, I think, I, could a, come I, think off. A, I think a contract by the U.S. government is not going to make things more. No, but a tax guys. break will. It's <laughs> <That is> true. <laughs> is it big? I don't even know. I don't even think it's, it's that massive. Big. Is it big? It's massive. Oh yeah, it's been married. We looked for it so up. Long. I don't even like. We looked it up the other week, and like a proposal is imminent. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's like <laughs> that's the thing. Is like you, the older you get, and the more responsibility you have, the the less romantic it becomes. The more it just becomes about the bottom line. You can hold multiple salaries more. By just being married. The right. government respects the ring. That's it's, all I have to the say. The government is still... A st- well, they, yeah, they love yeah, that. They love it. They do. Um, okay, let's get to uh, Victoria. Okay, we saw Victoria versus Maryland. I want to jump over a, a little bit away from Victoria for a second because I will say that she's basically the center of the of the she storm is. here. But we had the date with like the, you know, the erotica date mm-hmm. with, with Chris Harrison. I want to talk about quickly talk about the two levels to this okay number one what would you have been like if if you were on the bachelorette and you were like what what would your novel had been like would it been yeah well if i was writing yeah like let's say we all of us guys were writing it we have to write this how would yours have been i feel like a little bit of both not quite so heavy-handed on the like overt sexual side but Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have avoided it you would have okay. You would have been yeah, like that's tasteful. part of the fun. So like to me, a lot of these situations is less so about how much like how well you wrote your story, but is how much of like are you going to rise to the occasion of being made publicly uncomfortable? Mm. Because that's really telling to me about your personality, which is how you really get to know these people super fast. Because like I've talked about this. Like so, say you're worried about being embarrassed. Okay, the worst thing you could do is half-ass your effort. Yeah. Go all in and something. You go 100%, then it's like you held nothing back and everyone else is going to be jealous of you from doing this. Like I did theater growing up. That's how it works. You got to go all in. It's easier to turn the volume down than it is to turn it up. Yeah, it's that's that some is theater so talk true. right there. Okay, I didn't know that. I like that. That's a We're really, in the actor studio quote. right yeah, now. Yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> um, I, I agree entirely that like whenever you half-ass those type of things, it actually becomes more awkward. Totally. So I wouldn't have avoided what was set like the tone was set when she did the reading from chris harrison's book which first off what see that was the other thing i was going to get into which is that is the that is the weirdest thing so far on the show how is he breezed over of this little thing of like this this the host of the show is writing erotica okay The, the basically the father of the of the nation the 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 dad you know, of the bachelor and bachelorette Zaddy of, Zaddy of, of the nation. So this, like he's, he's writing erotica and I feel like it's like your dad writing erotica all of a sudden. If your dad's like, Hey son, welcome back. It's good to see you. Missed you. How was college? By the way, I'm writing graphic novels. And you're like, what? No, 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 not 
graphic as in drawings. Like, what do you mean? Like, no, sexually graphic novels mm-hmm. about hardcore sex. And I'm just going, first of all, why? Second of all, I was kind of like, oh, you're one of those rich guys that's been rich and famous for so long now, but in a weird genre that you're just you're just not a normal person anymore. Also, he just flexed it really hard. He he did a promo. It was a like, it was like a plug. Completely. And he's gonna sell a lot more books from this because now we're all my interest is peaked. I, I have mean, to I want to get one. We should read yeah. it. We should read it here. We should totally read it and give our two cents on it. <laughs> because I'm going like, that's some weird rich guy shit. That's like that that like that thought would enter into our heads as a comedic thought. In his, he thought that's a serious thought. Yeah, and he followed through like three hundred pages on it. Yeah, or like, let's say me and you were like, oh, dude, we should do this stuff and do like an OnlyFans because we're going to make some money or something. We're like, okay, I mean, at least that's still kind of a modern concept. But for a guy who's worth $30 million to start writing erotica, it's like, what? Is that what he's worth? I, I looked him up. His salary is like $5 million a year. He's, yeah, it's, dude, honestly. And he's been it, doing the show for like 30 years. He's got, honestly, I think he's worth a lot more than sure. that. Sure, so that's what they said, but let's say yeah. $100 million. Those things are never like, right. Why are you writing erotica Because you have passionate. $100 million in the bank and a wife and a kid? Like One thing we know about Chris Harrison, he's passionate about love. That's true. That seems, I mean, it seems to be the case. Dude, the way he owned it too, though, was where I was like, kudos, at least you're owning it. Like, okay. he's not shying away. He's like... He didn't even acknowledge that it was awkward. He's like, yeah, that's an excerpt from my book. Like, it's not even like, oh, I wrote a book and yeah. there has suggestive material in it. It's like, dude, you're writing erotica. Chapter 17 is called Backseat Windows Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. cool. It's just like, <laughs> God. And like, yeah, it's very weird. It's very out of touch. That's kind of what it felt to me was like, you're out of touch. And we even saw it too during like um, the COVID season when he was like doing it from his house. Remember he was like doing the zoom in like hosting. And it was like the way his house was, the way he was, was very weird. Yeah, the and way out of he touch. was with his son. Yeah. And his son was doing, he's like, thank you, Joshua, or whatever. It was Dude's. just kind of like, it was so weird. You know what I mean? It was so weird. Yeah. He's the kind of guy that, like, that are like, just all those guys where they're like, they're so out of touch for so long that they just, they How haven't did- been told no one a long time. Okay. He's such a legend in the game that it's kind of like, you just don't bring up the fact that this is weird. He, to me, is just out of touch. It's very strange. No one asks for it, no one wants it. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, but it also does show, though, people who rose to the occasion in this in this exercise, yeah. you're, you, there's like, um, everyone wants to be you in that situation. Everyone wanted yeah. to be Victoria in her reading. She killed it. I she, mean, like, everyone was like standing ovation. Every girl was, you know, rolling on the floor on that one. Every girl was like having the physical cringe that we all get when we watch the show. And I don't even know what she... What, it, what the story was because every word was bleeped out every single word was bleeped out but, but every, so you know she was just hard all you know is everyone loved it i feel like i would have gone on a more comedic route a little bit like i would have probably done some little poem that had like graphic words in it but at the same time was like rhyming with funny things and like you know what i mean trying to trying to make light of it it's safe because when people go serious with it i thought like this is such a non-sexual environment that like if you if i was just to stare and be like and then I feel like it would just get a little weird for me, at least. I couldn't perform it as nice. But if I kept it a little comical and graphic, that would have been, I think, well, been my move. Well, that's where Katie went pretty serious with it. Like, yeah. we, I think we had a little insight into the way Katie's like playbook, yeah. safe approach to the first time you have sex with a dude. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, we had a little window into that. But she killed it. I mean, she totally killed it. But, because but again, she, that's another thing, too, is if you, if you own it, like you said, if you mm-hmm. own it, then it works. 
I don't think I could have owned the like super serious thing. I think I would have had to be a little funny with it. Like the girl who did the, she was joking about how every other man she had was like lacking something. Yeah. And they know, like basically she's saying Matt's Matt's well endowed. Sure. Yeah. So like, I liked that. He loved it too. Right. That would have been more my speed. It's Mm -hmm. like, I'll make a joke about it because this is insane. That's a safe way to go because you're, you're tackling the, you know, you're, you're tackling the challenge, but you're, you're not going like head over heels you're not for you're not yeah. going 110 and you're knowing yourself yeah and you're showing up you're showing up um okay so that was that was a weird situation it was really funny but just really weird dude it was this season's gonna be wild and then yeah, yeah it's definitely gonna be wild i just like chris harris i think you should come on more and do more weird shit i like do that. too more weird rich guy shit i don't know if you noticed <laughs> a couple seasons ago chris harrison said it was going to be his last season on the bachelor yeah, and then they threw another yeah, seven we, mil at him, and they're completely. Like, we done I want, him, I want my third beach house. We steamrolled through that one. He's no one even remembers that he threatened that it was going to be his last time on The Bachelor. He looks like he's yeah. locked and loaded for like another ten seasons. <laughs> he's like, brother, I just found a new passion for erotica, and no one's going to buy these, but I, the publisher needs funding. So he, like, I'm just going to be pumping. My he money. also is like forever young, is and it, I'm no, I'm not a QAnon theorist or anything like that. But like Chris Harrison <laughs> might be drinking whatever like real Adrenochrome is. <laughs> Remember, yeah. I remember the, the, the QAnon thing or whatever. Or the theory is that Trump is a time traveler. I think we missed it. I think Chris Harrison's a time traveler. Oh, totally. And he's he's just been coming back. He's you know? like ABC was going to go down, and this is my he's plan like, to bring. A- yeah, li- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's get into the Queen, uh, the Victoria versus Sarah. You know what? No, no. Let's not go there yet. Let's just talk about Sarah. Yeah. I, I have a lot of feelings, and I, I want to hear yours as well. Okay. So, I mean, what we know... So, let's just go through the order of what things get revealed to us. In is We we know that Sarah was a news reporter for Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Palm Springs has a population of all of like 18 people. There's like 47 people there, I think. Yeah, right? and they're all yeah, yeah. over the age of fucking 85. <laughs> right. They're, not, and, they're definitely not... It's not cutting news out I don't there. know what news you're reporting. Like yeah, uh, someone found like a dead cattle like in their... <laughs> dead cattle. You know, someone died lost 80 a golf years ago. Club. Yeah. Please return to owner if you know anything. So and so sliced his shot, broke the living room window of the of the Elkins, and now he's in the hospital with a coma because he got you know yeah. hit by the Titleist two that Mister Blankens hit. We don't know who hit it. No, that's the yeah, mystery. That's, and that's mystery. what we need to figure out. If anyone yeah. knows anything, please call this number. So that's Palm Springs for you, right? <laughs> and she left that to go to San Diego to take care of her dad. Yeah, with hardcore. Super hardcore. Do you remember? Is it? It's not MS. They were saying it's, it's the a, same thing that. Um, it's not Lou Gehrig's disease. No, no, no. It was the same thing that. Uh, it's a degenerative disease, though. It's like a rapid degeneration of. Who's the famous scientist? Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking's disease. So whatever his disease was, I don't remember exactly what it was, but hardcore, like degenerative, months to live type situation. Horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. So we get this story that's like, wow, angel. Right. Now, red flags. And let's comment. Sarah is incredible looking. Red flags so came up for me during her whole story of her dad's okay. situation for me. But on a, on the on the on the front page, we got ten out of ten. Incredible story. She left her career. She's to beautiful. Take care. We knew she was career oriented. Sacked her career to put family first. 
which is a really I mean, tough decision to yeah, make. Yeah, it's very hard to find that. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, you know? it's honorable. Yeah. Chivalrous. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's really big. It's selfless. Yeah. So that's the first impression we get. Right. When she's on her one-on-one and she's disclosing her personal life to Matt is where I started getting red flags because I... So, like, I, I haven't spent any time around someone with that disease or anything sure. like it, but my best friend was taking care of, he was his grandfather's caretaker. His mm. grandfather died at, like, 92. Mm-hmm. I was over there every day. Yeah. I know what he was going through, okay. taking care of just his elderly grandfather. Oh, I mean, okay. this is yeah, yeah, yeah. sponge baths, changing this man's diapers, I mean, it's, it's very changing intense. this man's bed sheets. And now, I know that she doesn't want to go into, like, overt detail when they're in this situation, but... What she was talking about to me was just like, it was extremely repetitive. Mm. And I was also questioning how hands-on she is. I'm just going to put it, I don't know how involved she actually is in the caretaking of her dad. Got it. This isn't to doubt that the, her story. Sure. But we have seen people embellish the roles they play in the past on The sure. Bachelor. When they talk about their careers, when they talk about their Kids. lives. Totally. This like, I got is, a kid, I'm coming here, and you're kind of like, Whoa. My biggest question, what the f- what are you doing on the show? Right. If your dad was given two to five years, he's in year five. This this could be a weeks to months well, situation. Well, she even said it right when she was about to when she was about to leave. She Why was are like, you here? Weeks, yeah. Why are you even here? Why are you even auditioning? Um, I hear what you're saying. I will say, like, obviously, we can't know. No, you know what I mean. We can't know, so it's just it's just wondering um like you said it is it is pretty Look, wild to be I'm like judging- why, yeah why are you here if if it's such an intense situation? Now I could see the other side of that, which is like. I wouldn't want my daughter to just be stuck with me if I was in a ter- if I was terminally ill. I'd be like, you got to live your life, go, go, go. You know what I mean? I'm going through what I'm going through, but the last thing I want to do is hold you back from experiences. So I know, as a father, I that's how I'd feel. I'd now, force, I'd figure out a way to be like, you got to go. You know, so I can see both sides of that. And now you you have to give me the. I'm judging from the callous seat of my couch. Of my- course, for me. On first look, she's out of control, beautiful. She's selfless. She's cute. She's nice. She's all this. But I will say this. I started to... I I, I got a thing. I got this thing, and I, I can't get over it. When someone won't stop talking about how much they can't open up on a television show. Yeah. Where you're supposed and they, to open up. And they up. keep talking about, like, yeah, I just, I just can't open up. And I've never been able to open up with anyone before except this moment. And I'm going... You had auditions. You sat in the call room and you went, came back to the show 17 times and they asked you about your whole family 48 times and you had to go back and forth and this and that. And like, and then you went on television. That is, if you're a recluse and you're a person who doesn't like opening up and can't and doesn't like being the center of attention, it's like, you're not there. So default, that's a lie. The other thing I notice is she's always done up perfectly right so like in that situation where she's talking to katie katie's got no makeup on katie's in her morning clothes she's in her sweatpants she's right or spandex you shorts see and these girls top. consistently looking different because of like their different states of looking the situation. regular you never see um sarah she's like ready to go without full lip gloss without full foundation her cheeks are always glistening like there's yeah. always like sparkles or something in there like what's going on she's also when she was crying to matt she was like and she'd look up, I don't see tears. Mm. I don't see tears there. I, I see, think she, I see a bad, 
I don't, I, I don't want to be like, uh, I just, I'm not a fan. I will go. Okay. I am big. What I think she not is not a fan. What I think she is is, and we saw it with the way that she handled the women, like because it was when it was her versus the women. We saw this like she's like my favorite was when she walked in she goes hey guys like i'm i just want to know i i inter- i know i interrupted your whole night and ruined half your guys's date nights and this whole thing but i just wanted you guys to hear it from me that i'm sorry and they all like went like that's not you being doing anything like you telling no. us you're sorry for what you just intentionally did and saying hear it from me like who else would you also, hear from would you hear an apology from someone else like of course you have to do this yeah and no, we, even it was so disingenuous too like, but what I'm getting at is this. She is a seductress and Matt is no match because Matt is out of his depth with a girl like that. No, what she is is a succubus. Okay, but I think it's those different. can go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand because the key to the succubus is the seductress, except she slowly sucks the life and soul out of you. Sure. A seductress. For, immor- she, she's, for eternal yeah, life. She's like but. someone who knows that she can get away with her looks and her like, like we, here's, here's where I knew she was like a master at it was when she f- was fainting. Right. Mm. And, and then he took her outside and they got alone outside and he, she looked up at him and the look that she gave him made, gave me like that. Whoa. Like, I'm no, I'm falling in love with this girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like she had those eyes that like look up and just like hi. And I was like, oh my God. Like she got him alone again and gave him the look to like lock him in while he's looking at all these other girls right now and and, and going, Do I like her? Do I like her? she just went, by the way, I'm the one. She's playing a hard she's a master. She's playing a damsel in distress card really well. But there are key points that stand out to me in all of this stuff. Okay. Which is she gives the exact same speech to all of the girls that she gave to just the group date when she came down to apologize for literally just not showing her face for an entire afternoon until the date card shows up. Wow. And then... That was classic. Not bad. I've been around 48 hours. Totally. And then notice how she spins words. Like, this is where she's a villain. She's a villain. I'm just going to say, she's the show's villain right now. Yeah. She's because like Victoria is a villain in the way that she makes everyone frustrated, but Victoria doesn't lie to anyone's face. She's Victoria's more there. of a character, not a villain. We almost. see we see Sarah tell um, Katie that she's like, I think I'm going to go home because of my family situations. First thing she says to Matt is that she's getting bullied in the house. Yep. She totally used that. That was a wild move. Dude, this is where we get like Luke P vibes of like, you're lying left and right to manipulate the situation and the difference is victoria took out maryland fair and square 100 like, i think she's being rude to me it's my word against yours my word against yours this is the game we're playing you right? lose no dirt involved no dirt. it was just it was it was like a, it was like you on the course and you threw a little elbow in the guy's rib cage as he walked by it was a little bit like of a dirty shot but it's the game and if Marilyn had realized she's on the schoolyard and had been like, this is what I said to Victoria, right? you should really reconsider. Like, maybe talk to some other girls. Talk to Victoria. Put me and Victoria in the same room. Let's talk about it. See what you think after that. Right. We'd have a different outcome. Sarah is cutting people's tires on the way to the game so they can't get to the game. Like, she's using all these different things to get him to basically just feel so bad for her that anything she says will back it up. And then right as he's right as she's leaving, instead of just saying, Hey, I can't handle, I'm too jealous to handle all this, 
which is really what's going on. That's all that's going on. She's like, dude, I came, that's so wrong. She's all, I came down and they attacked me. Yeah. And it's like, no. You basically were the worst and then got a talking to. Now, were they a little, did they go over the top? There was, there, they, they were did, heated. They did. But they also kind of, it was the horde. It was a little bit like... They were catty. It was like, have some humility and have some perspective right here. You have not had it hard. I forget what her name is, but she always shows her teeth when she smiles. Like all oh, of her yeah, teeth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's uh, that, that's uh, Anna. Yeah. She laid it out clear as day. Perfect. Of like, you've had more time with this dude than any single one she's of like, us. I don't know if... You, for me, it's been really, really hard. And she goes, no, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. She's like, you've had more time than anyone. It's been the least hard for you. Get your head out of your colon and yes. realize... Like, I like that. It was like a medical diss. For real. <laughs> um, Get your head well, out of your I was trying to be a little more abominous. PG. I've said the F word. I'm trying to avoid swearing as much. Is what? Is that in general? Uh, or just on this? A little bit, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, it's... You know, it's... Like, I don't have... I'm you know, I'm lucky enough to be my own boss. I don't have to really like report to anybody. So I get yeah. to be a little casual. Sure. But also like, I know when you're listening to podcasts and someone's bam, curse, bam, bam. curse words don't sound that great mm. when you're listening to it. So like, you kind of want to avoid it, but yeah, I, I, um, you know, maybe get your head out of your ass. might've been smoother, but I'm shocked that I haven't drop. dropped the fuck a couple times because I usually do pretty frequently. And I'm, I'm shocked I haven't this, this round, but it's cause Jess has been, Jess is on you about like, you, you, you know, when we when we when the mic is in front of us, we got to be a little bit more appropriate. That's true because me and Gray, you know, we fly off a little bit. The first time Evan and I were even guests on the show, <laughs> we've we gotten had, so much better. We had to scrap the whole episode and re-record <laughs> like it. Editing nightmare. It's just like, and then we are going because like every Cause, other word is like offensive. And then what or we were, rude. what the episode we were left with was just incredibly questionable yeah, that like it was better of, to dump the whole yeah. evening and just start from scratch instead of full cancel full like uh, you know social ridicule we yeah. got like survivable mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's with one billion edits mm -hmm. so we've learned a lot we've grown a lot um so uh and, and and side note with with the sarah situation like we were talking about earlier i straight up think that katie won that episode because katie like we were talking about like she was the one who got it the worst she was in the middle of her date when sarah interrupted her and then she was the one to show empathy and be like yo that was rude that the girls you know teamed up on you and by the way your biggest like sympathy card thing or no you know it's a real thing but your biggest thing which is your father suffering i've gone through the worst which is my dad's not even here anymore He's totally gone. so it's like i've seen it worse than you you dissed me the most, and I'm the one coming across the room saying, hey, I'm here for you. Now, and I was I've like, seen dude, like, my mom, that's wife right there. My mom lost her dad unexpectedly, mm -hmm. and no, it doesn't matter how much, that wound is so raw mm. for my mom. Anytime she brings up like her dad, his presence is so real in our house, even though he hasn't been around since I was like a really little kid. Yeah. Like, you, you can't, you cannot overstate what that means to her. Mm. And the, the, the thing that I think is going to be sad that we're going to watch is Matt's probably never even going to get to find out this side of her right. because right now all Matt has seen is that Sarah came on in an emotional an emotionally distressed situation. Mm. Katie was encouraged to come back and fight for her time by the other girls in the house. And she was really like, 
is, are you going to go? Are you going to go? Mm, it made her go? look bad, even Which though, then, even though she by didn't, the time, yeah. by the time she gets her time, the, the, the moment that was Done. being built is kind of ruined. Matt's also, also thinking about Sarah and this really vulnerable disclosure that we get from Katie isn't told to the person who needs to hear it the most. Mm. It's told to probably the person who cares least in the house. Yeah. I think, and whether or not that is ever going to reach Matt is yeah. yet to be seen, but I, I almost guarantee you it's not going to come to light. Dude, Katie to me is number one wifey right now. So like mine she has is, the most like well-rounded, I think, just like all over. Like she has shown time and time again. She's your favorite right now? Well, and I don't even know if she's my personal favorite, but I think she's the best. Because I'm, <laughs> you know I mean? like, I'm, I'm rooting for MJ. Okay. I like her too. MJ gives me vibes. So so I like, I'm not saying that Katie is the best. I'm just saying that I think she has won the most amount of like moments. Like she, in regards to like being a wholesome, really good person, but they, oh, who can also turn on the like, you know, erotica moment where she does like the hottest one. And then she's like the kindest to the person who was the meanest to her. And she's charming and funny. I just feel like she's got that mo. Like she's, I can yeah, get no. behind that. I can well, get behind well that. Well-rounded as just a human being. Everything we've seen about... Dude, I loved when she was like, so-and-so could borrow my vibrator because she could probably use it. Yeah, like that she's was funny great. and she's like... She's kind of got everything so you far. You know who else I think is going to go... We're going to see a lot is Abigail. Oh, yeah. There, yeah, yeah. She's like... I, I honestly think Abigail's going to go top two. Yeah, yeah, yo, Abigail. Sorry, I was spacing for a second. Yes, Abigail is another one. Just pure sweetness, pure kindness, pure, like, just light up the room, sweet. And he caught that right away, right? He gave her the rose first night. Totally. Um, Sweet. But, okay, let me ask you this. How much of that rose was due to her telling her story about her being deaf and her sister being deaf and playing into, like, that's the first, the real, rev- that's the first real reveal we get of, like, any kind of, like, life underhanded hardship or something, you know? Where you're he's saying like he rewards he rewards the openness. You're saying because since then there hasn't really been this though. No, it's it's not not even necessarily since then. It's that that's the first girl who dropped like a serious thing. Uh, maybe, but I will say, I will say like I was smitten by her right away, like personality wise. She's so confident and sweet but also not like abrasive at all. Like she's really the whole package, just like Katie to me is. But uh, let's see, there's anything else. Okay, yeah, the Sarah thing, to, to wrap up that thing. Oh, by the way, Jess showed me a picture. She, before the show, Sarah was out partying with Jeezy. There's a there's like pictures of them walking out of like a club together. Aren't there rumors that she's Jeezy's side? Oh, like side chick? Yeah. I don't know. But either way, I mean, she's obviously, this is like all the other women are like, you know, I'm a real estate agent. I work here. I, I you know, I, um, and I'm coming on the show to find love. Is Sarah a little bit like, I date easy. I'm in the scene. I do news. This is another way to gain some followers. And, you know, I was caught off I by mean, my feelings. But like, is it a little bit of that vibe where it's like, you're just kind of clout chasing. Look, she wants to be in front of the camera. We know this by her career choice. Exactly. So, she, and she was successful at it. She, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I can't believe she Palm left. Spring but, successful. <laughs> yeah, right. 
but this is a big moment. So it did feel a little bit like that. Um, and 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 I'm well. We'll see what happens. Maybe she'll come back one day or something. But I think Matt was no match. And here's how you knew he was no match. Okay, he's about to go on a date with Serena all day. They're gonna do horses and this whole thing. He finds out that Sarah isn't downstairs. He walks upstairs and jumps on her bed with her like his girlfriend. Like he treats her like his girlfriend. And then he's sitting there like, tell me all everything about it, babe. And he's like, all right, cool. I got to go. And he makes out with her 13 seconds before he takes out Serena on a day trip. Bro, I think he's going to get. <laughs> that was sent- insane. Like- I think he's going to get put through the through the grinder on this show <laughs> i mean he was he was like dating Dude, Sarah, and serena is hot on her date he had a he had a swimsuit for the jacuzzi scene she was in the full dress oh yeah i don't think she brought one but she was like yeah i'll just get in my dress and gown can, like down can we say this i mean i don't know hot. how you feel but like is this the are these the best looking women of any season ever like they're it's out of control gotta be up there i, I mean they're it's like they're absolute, like absolutely gorgeous some of the women he sent home i was like are you kidding right, like get just, to know her just like on on attraction alone yeah yeah some of the yeah it is pretty wild i'm just saying from a personal from a personal attractive thing where i look at all the pictures dude, and i see the women on the show and i'm like oh my gosh like they're dude, obscenely they're all models. beautiful they all look like models yeah it's they, insane literally all of them yeah so i bet that would play mess with your head too um all right is there anything else let's see she so she's gone at least for now i have a feeling she'll She'll say I made a mistake. I think she's going to resurface. I got to see like in oh, yeah, six think, episodes, they're going to be like, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I don't even, I think it'll be like one past the next episode. I think like week five. Yeah. We're going to have her come back. There's going to be a resurfacing. Yeah, totally. Right? When of someone's like, really made a connecting. big mistake. Totally. And it's going to unhinge everybody. I can't wait. I can't wait to see. Because uh, I do feel like there's always the kind of like, like, um, like Anna... Who else? Um, I'm trying to think. There was a couple that like, <laughs> well, Kit was getting in there. Oh, in the um, teaser? Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about um, like MJ, like the girls who were getting really like sucked into the Sarah drama. And mm-hmm. they were just like, and she's this. And, and I was kind of like, okay, ladies, chill. Because like, you don't want to be the person that's just obsessed with someone else's situation. No, and that's what That's a quick ticket home. It is. It is. And it's the kind of camera time you don't want. You want the camera time where you're just saying, hey, Matt, I want to talk to you. Not where you're like, can you believe what she did? If you keep doing that too much, because they're obviously pissed they're not getting but enough time. With I them. loved how much all the girls were standing up for themselves in the Sarah situation. Like, this is that's something where true. I have to give like the group credit, where it's obviously these, these things are easier in a group, but it's easy to sit around and talk about someone when they're not present. It's much harder to then say those exact same things to the person's face. Yeah. And a lot of the girls were saying that. Like, it wasn't just coming from the ones you'd expect. Yeah. When she was like, I'm just trying to tell you about it. And they're like, you haven't told us anything about it. Mm. Yeah, they were, they were not. There was they're zero like, leeway. We still have no idea why you did what you did, why you think what you did was justifiable. And every time she tried to walk away, they're like, you're not off the hook. Right. You, none of us are accepting your apology. None of us feel like we have closure from what you just did. And like, that's where you get like Kit lays it out where she's like, you should go home because Mm. if you stay, your time is going to be horrible. That was a wild threat. 
I don't really think like, that was a threat. No, but I don't I think even, I don't even like, mean in a mean way. I just more like I felt the chill go down my spine. Totally. Like, Whoa. That totally. Chick, that I'd was get a out of serious there. situation. I'd totally get out of there. But where I question the like, I don't want to go back to the thing about. Well, I am going to go back to that about questioning his situation with her dad. Why doesn't she just say it to Matt? I'm going home because my dad is probably going to die. Mm. And I'm torn about being here for this. It's not the right time and place for me. He's ready to let that happen. And then she switches the entire situation when she gets in the SUV and she says that he let me go. You walked out. Mm. You you went to, you packed your own bags. Oh, I didn't catch that. Got in a car, went to his house to say goodbye, instead told him that the whole house is bullying you, and then got Wait, in the car. Wait, she said that Matt let him go? Got let in the go? car and said that Matt let her go. Oh, like kind of accusatory? No, like that Matt recognizes that she needs to be there and that's why oh. he let her go. Matt didn't let her go. You you literally got walked out of he his- didn't, He said, please don't leave. Yes. And she got in the car- and left she's very manipulative it's insanely manipulative it's kind of always everybody's fault and i'm it's the classic like i do something to hurt you and instead of saying i'm sorry i did that it's like i'm sorry you were offended it's like that kind of mentality where it's like it's never an apology it's never i messed up it's always like i'm sorry you felt that way about what i did which is never an apology obviously and it's kind of this condescending way to basically say like i will not apologize and let's do it again yeah I used you for what I needed. No, she's definitely asked for forgiveness later. Right. Yeah, just do. But you got, I mean, I will say this. I will say this. On this show, I always respect someone who just like does whatever they want. Like there's kind of this like, dude, Sarah went on. She goes, I know I'm good looking. I know I'm charming. I know I can get this guy wrapped around my finger in 20 seconds. She walked right up to him, but with but but way more strategic and subtle than like some of the others who do this like overconfident fake thing. She she knows how men work. She's and she stressing goes, him out. I'm not gonna do this. I'm a, you're gonna love me. She goes, I'm gonna. I know how this guy works. She's making him operate on her terms. Uh huh. Yeah. She, without making him even one second aware of it. He he's doesn't completely even, unaware. He doesn't realize he's kidnapped. He's kidnapping himself right now. It's brilliant. Without one shadow of a doubt, if she stayed on the show, she wins. Yeah. Without even him, without even a speed bump, she sweeps it. I mean, she's getting so much time with the guy, and she's like barely even trying. Mm Mm-hmm. She just walks over to him and is like, hey, can I talk to you? In the the middle of this whole thing, he's like, yeah, as long as you need. Time is a commodity. She's the billionaire. A hundred percent. (laughs) <laughs> She's getting time before the she went. In, she walked over to someone's, you know, group date, stole him for like a half hour. Then he she doesn't even find him the morning of the date with Serena. He goes to her and says sorry for the long five minutes. Power, like dude, she owns him. Power play. Whoa, it's a good season. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm lit right now. I'm into it. Look, whether or not the girls want us to come back on, I think me and Ever are going to have to come back and check in with you guys because <laughs> let let them know if you liked it. If you liked hanging out with us, yeah, you know, let us let the ladies know if uh, this is something you'd like to see. We definitely had a blast. Yeah, it was fun to kind of like you know just let it out a little bit because we've mm-hmm. been watching it and talking with our with our ladies about all this stuff, but we haven't been able to like vent, you know, so. Let us know if you're interested in this. And uh, I know we're not as uh, 
good we're to look at. We're not as charismatic. We're not, yeah. We're we don't definitely have the, not as attractive have, as our better selves. But we do what we can, and we yeah. want to add to the fight. All right, broads. Thank the you. The Chatty Bros signing off. Thanks for listening. We Enjoy love your you. morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you have the time to listen to this. And we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Chat soon? Chat soon. <laughs> Stay chatty. <laughs> That's ours. <laughs> and chatterino. Okay, never mind. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs> Bye.